This is a Boardwalk Audio podcast. This episode of I Will Watch Anything Once is brought to you by Rhetoric Coffee. At rhetoriccoffee.com, you can sign up for a subscription coffee service where every other Monday you will receive a new batch of freshly roasted beans. Rhetoric Coffee commissions original art directly from comic book artists and then hand screen prints them on each bag. So just like every movie has its own unique poster, each batch you receive is a unique organic work of art. When you drink Rhetoric Coffee, you can feel good about drinking ethical coffee. Because they go above and beyond with their coffee and how they pay their artists. Their relationship with the artists allow them to continue making prints of their original work while also allowing Rhetoric Coffee full use of their projects. Everyone wins. It's like when you own the DVD for your favorite movie. You won't taste these complex flavors anywhere else. Go to rhetoriccoffee.com, use the promo code BOARDWALK, and get 30% off your first roast. Again, that is rhetoriccoffee.com, promo code BOARDWALK, and get 30% off your first roast. Welcome to I Will Watch Anything Once. I'm your host, Mark David Christensen. We are quickly approaching the month of October, and I do not like scary movies. I get scared too easily. I typically avoid most and all scary movies. However, this year, I'm going to start the first ever 31 Days to Scare Dave. And that means every day in the month of October this year, I'm going to watch one scary movie. And that movie has to be a movie that I have not previously seen and is suggested by my listeners. So if you're listening to this now and you have a scary movie that you think would scare me, then tweet at me at IWWAO using the hashtag 31 days to scare Dave or email me at I will watch anything once at gmail.com with the name of the scary movie you would like me to watch in the month of October. And again, I will watch a scary movie every day in the month of October. It will be 31 days to scare Dave. Now, before we reach October, though, football season has started. I'm typically not a football guy or just sports guy in general. However, in order to get closer to my father as well as my one of my older brothers, I began watching college football, the college team um, for the college that I went to, University of Utah, and now... I love watching the game. Now, I can't consider myself a follower of sports. I typically never know the names of the players on my team. I just like watching the games. Especially, I like watching the games in order just to be able to interact with my dad or my brother via text or just getting out and actually watching a game at a bar with my brother. And that's just a good time. Um, 
probably a lot of sports people out there are probably going to like not like that idea of why I watch sports, but that's why I watch sports is to get closer to my dad and my brother. So this weekend coming up, I'm going to be watching the University of Utah versus BYU. Go Utes. I hope they beat those Cougars. The talking of football gets us to this episode with my very special guest, a great friend of mine, Johnny Schwartzbein. All right, I'm here with Johnny Schwartzbein. Hi, everybody. <laughs> uh, and we just watched the movie Necessary Roughness. Yes, we did. <laughs> <laughs> uh, before we get into uh, the movie itself and my like my uh, response to the movie, or like we'll we'll just get further into it. Um, uh, give us a first off a brief. Um, like uh, synopsis of this film, Johnny. Uh, okay. Uh, Necessary Roughness uh, follows the life and times of the 1991 Texas State University Fighting Armadillos football team. Uh, after winning the national championship in unprecedented three years in a row, <laughs> they were caught using steroids, academic violations, and what have you, and they have to start their program over from scratch with a scrappy uh, young team. Young and old team of upstarts, rookies, renegades, people that that shouldn't be on a football field, but they managed to pull it together and become a team. <laughs> great. That, that really, that's a great uh, synopsis. Um, and then my second question before we get into the discussion of it is, why did you want me to see this movie? <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, when you asked me to be on this podcast, uh, the first movie I thought of was Fantasia 2000 because I love that movie. But I've seen it already. Uh, you've seen it It is already. a great one. And then I was like, well, maybe I should pick a sports movie because I love sports movies. Uh, just all the tropes, cliches, and then also like the slow-mo play that wins it in the end. Like, Pretty much everything about sports movies I like. And I was like, what is the number one movie I can think of that I've seen that I know Dave hasn't seen? And the first one that popped into my mind was 1991's Necessary Roughness. (laughs) Starring Scott Bakula, Hector Elizondo. Uh, Great cast, too. Yeah, and he has a young Jason Bateman in it. Yeah, young Jason Bateman. Sinbad. Uh, who had Frank Loja, Kathy Ireland. I yeah. mean, it runs the gamut of uh, the who's who of 1991. It really does. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, oh, these are definitely people that were up and like considered like big or up and coming. Well, probably mostly big. Yeah. portion of this to Rob Schneider's part. <laughs> oh, yeah. We'll definitely be talking about Rob Schneider's role in this. <laughs> is clearly an SNL. Like, look, we love him from SNL. Let's put him in this movie. Yeah. Um, great. So uh, my my first thing uh, off of this when I th- when you chose uh, necessary roughness my first impression before ever seeing this movie I realize is based on its cover right and it's because I grew up like yeah I might never see like a lot of sports movies but I did grow up watching certain sports movies the one that really stuck out to me and my dad shared with me growing up is Major League. Major League and, and that's a great movie, actually. Yeah. And I think it still holds up. My, Major League 2 is really bad, though. I've never seen that. Oh. Maybe I'll have you back for Major yeah. League oh, 2. Man. that one, yikes. <laughs> but I've always growing up, even though I never saw Necessary Roughness, I just assumed that Necessary Roughness was the football version of major league it's kind it of, kind of is. is so I, but if you look at their posters the i'm going to show yeah. you so a here's major, necessary rest major league is is basically like a baseball with sunglasses yeah 
and like a mohawk, I think. Yeah. Like Charlie Sheen's character. Uh, and then Necessary Roughness is a football with sunglasses, but it has like bullhorns and a cowboy hat because it's Texas. <laughs> yeah. So I always just assumed like, oh, yeah, they're just going to be identical movies, just different sports, which in a weird way they are. Uh, except uh, in Major League, the Cleveland Indians win the World Series or win the pennant. I yeah, the they go year. they go pretty far. Yeah, I think far. they win the, the AL championship. It, and I feel like they have more of like, even though it's a ragtag or ragtag team they put yeah. together, it feels like they get it together. Yeah. Whereas we'll get to this talk about they never do. Just string together two things. Uh, that's part of the reason I love like I love necessary roughness <laughs> is because it's not overly like uh, it's it's semi realistic in the fact that basically in the movie uh, it's they play Ironman football, which is the same players playing like offense and defense uh, for the most for the most part. Like the quarterback doesn't have to play defense. They never explain that one. Uh, but their ending record, they played 10, 10 games. Their ending record is one, eight and one because they tie their second to last game. They win their last game, spoiler alert. Uh, and they lose the first eight straight. So like, that is a horrible record. To have <laughs> yeah. Football. So it's not like they, they're like, Oh, they're really bad, but they win the national championship somehow. They managed to win one game and tie one. Game. <laughs> yeah. And it's, it's such a, vic- it's such a weird <laughs> victory. And I'm like, are they making fun of these genres? But I, I don't believe they are. No. I think they're really trying to make a legitimate underdog movie, right? That's, that's the line they keep teetering on. If it's like so bad, it's good. Or yeah. like we try to make it good and it comes off bad. Cool. Let's start just from the top because that's the only way I think I can approach this movie. Yeah. <laughs> it's like the opening credits is just a long sequence of Scott Bakula first driving Paul up. Blake. Paul Blake. Is the oh, yeah. Character. Paul Blake is the character. <laughs> Like on a a, ba- uh, a tractor, yeah. pulls up, gets off, then just starts throwing his um, uh, a football at a, a scarecrow, but that's dressed like a football player. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's, it's on a, like a football uh, machine that like has pads on it, so you simulate like tackling or throwing at it, and it just like kind of like one of those clowns, like the the bobble clowns, where like it'll hit it and then like come back up straight. Yeah, yeah. It's a good long couple of like maybe poss. I'm gonna guess three to five minutes somewhere. It's less between. than that. It's is more it less like than a five and a half. I would. Say. It feels so long. It's so long, and also in the scene, it goes from like like noon to like dusk. Yeah. So he's throwing like they're basically saying he throws for like six hours. Yeah, and he has a farm to run. <laughs> Why is he wasting so much time? <laughs> Uh, uh, it's great, but the dummy's wearing a jersey that says number eighty-eight, and it like very specifically like zooms in on the jersey and shows like just the chest portion that says eighty-eight yeah. on this dummy. And you're like, why is it zooming in? Oh, uh, we'll like f- so often. Oh, it pays off in the end. It pay, it's a big payoff. It comes <laughs> full, full circle. circle. <laughs> uh, which well, we can get to them. What we could talk about right now, which is a hysterical full circle, <laughs> like that the player for the final, the final touchdown it's to a win the game, to like the, the two point conversion to win the game, yeah, and the player that has never been on the field the entire year because he's so bad and so weak and so everything, uh, he manages to get in the end zone and catch the game winning like two point conversion touchdown, and what does his jersey number happen to be? 
88. <laughs> and how do we know? Because it zooms in and then cuts to a flashback of the movie zooming in on the, on the dummy, dummy and then back to present time and then back to Paul Blake and he sees it and he's like, has that moment of like, this is exactly like me throwing to that dummy and then he throws it and then win the game. He was back in the field. His mental state, he was back on the field of his farm and it was, there was no yeah, pressure. Was no, no pressure, pressure. man. <laughs> uh, it was so... What is like... Was it was it heavy-handed or was it like just so deliberate like they didn't want anyone not remembering the two minutes of zooming in on this dummy's chest? I think they... Yeah, I think it's so deliberate. Yeah. And, and like... We can't. We made a. We made this choice so clear. So proud of this. It, almost like I would say maybe that flashback wasn't there in the original cut, and it was just a zoom on the the eighty eight, and maybe people like an audience, like if they did like a test screening, were like, oh, we didn't get the eighty eight. Oh yeah, and so they put it in there just so no one would. Just to dummy proof it. Or maybe the director or editor is like, no, let's make it even more like clear, clear, yeah, like deliberate. And it makes it now laughable. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's just that what they're going for is completely I mean, laughable. It's kind of cute. <laughs> oh, yeah, we'll give it cute. <laughs> but then we go to the guys finding out. Uh, they go to the ESPN. That's the other thing about this movie that is uh, very frustrating to me. There's a whole lot of, like, legitimacy sports-wise. Right, you were and saying this. a whole lot of illegitimate, illegitimacy sports-wise. So we find out all the sanctions and, like, what happened to the university on the actual set of ESPN Sports Center with actual, like, at the time, like, well-known uh, sports anchor Chris Berman. Uh-huh. Like, on set, right? Yeah. So that's legit. And then uh, towards the end of the season, the second-to-last game, they, that they tie, they play the University of Kansas Jayhawks, like the actual team. Yeah. The actual logo. One of the few teams I know outside right. of my own, my own college team. <laughs> all the other teams, including like the rival that they beat in the end, is all generic colleges though. It's like the Texas Colts, which isn't a thing. Yeah, that's... It's like the University of Texas Colts... No, that's the Longhorns. Yeah. Texas State University doesn't, Armadillos doesn't exist. The Southwest Texas Bobcats, that doesn't exist. Uh, I mean, every team they play except Kansas are fake teams, but they do ESPN. It's not like, you know, sports time with so-and-so. It's like actually ESPN. Yeah. I'm curious if when they wrote the script, they had like plugins. And then they were like, we'll try to get all the rights and we'll make it S- similar to like how Major League is actually about a they get they got the rights for Cleveland Indians and everything. And I think throughout that whole movie, there's they're all legit, like real baseball teams they play. Yeah. And then uh, Major League Two is still like the Indians, Major League Baseball and the Indians uh, and the White Sox like that. Like, yeah. yeah. But then so I wonder Major if they... League Three follows a fictional minor league team, I believe, called the Buzz or something like that. It's oh, really? Like, yeah, I don't think it was like oh. actual minor league baseball properties. Buzz was um, the short time the <clears throat> the minor league team that played in U- that still plays in Utah, I think, now is called the Bees. At one point, they were called Buzz. Hmm. So maybe... The Salt Lake City Buzz. Maybe Major League 3... Uh, oh, full title. Major League 3, Back to the Minors. Uh, <laughs> maybe that does follow actual minor league team. I'm going to... Now I'm really curious if it's the Salt Lake City, but I'd be la- I would laugh so hard at that no, movie. I think it's like Toledo. You're probably right. Like um... 
Yeah. So are those the only two things that were really legitimate or uh, what are other things from real football uh, that, that, that mean, were driving you, that drive you crazy being a huge sports fan? Cause you're a huge sports okay, fan. Okay. Yeah. Uh, a lot of like, um, like, like individual plays, you'll see one player like, and this is, it's just like movie continuity stuff, but you'll see one player cutting across, like cutting across the field to throw a block. But then in the next close up, he'll be like the last, the last play. Uh, yeah, that big the the big Samoan center is coming across, and the quarterback goes by him, right? Yeah. Then it cuts to the quarterback and the defender, like coming like from his side, and then the Samoan guy is back on the quarterback's left side, coming and throwing. Yeah, it makes no off. sense. So he already he would have to like circle back around <laughs> from where the camera is to go back to where he originally started. Yeah, yeah. There was definitely no continuity on those plays. Yeah, some of those did not have a lot of continuity. Uh, also, a lot of players like like cartoonishly colliding face to face on the same team, like like throwing like one goes left and one goes right when they're supposed to go like both the same direction, and they end up hitting like flat on like straight face to face. Not even like they're going down to block or run. They just like run into each other. Like, yeah, so like cartoonishly, it was uh, like it was they throughout really, the movie. Throughout the first the movie. time I get it in practice, but then it's like, oh, it, it, they're really this yeah. bad. Right. Let's talk about that. Like, I was like, I'm going to compare it, come constantly compare it to oh, Major League a, a little comedy. bit. It is a comedy, but like, I feel like <laughs> Major League, at least like it's Major League's technically a comedy, too. But they found different ways to do. They made the characters funnier, like different. Like, I feel like their personalities get in the way of the baseball game. It's not necessarily that they're all just like you're all bad, bad. players. Yeah, it's yeah. like. You guys have good skills. It's just you're all f- fucking weird. Yeah, like like uh, Wesley Snipes' character is like actually good, but he's like what he's too aggressive. Like he thinks he's faster than he. I, 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 yeah, I and he's been like, kind of like a hot shot. Oh, that's right. He keeps swinging for like home runs, and it yeah. gets like this close to the wall when he should just be hitting and then running and running because yeah. he's he's known for stills. Yeah, yeah. Um, but there's all different things. Like Charlie Sheen's just a wild card. But he's let's just talk about pitcher. Major League. <laughs> <laughs> but but why I bring that up is that I feel like through that movie you realize yeah if these guys just focus up they could be good like like the wide receiver uh, <laughs> his last name is. Featherstone. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's like legitimately fast. Right. Like actually athletically talented at running, right? Right. But he can't catch. That's a good thing. You're like, you're like great. Him and like Scott Bauf, uh I wish I really wish they explained like why he couldn't catch to the extent that he was that bad. Yeah, right? Because you know I mean? he kept like every time he couldn't catch, he'd like he'd like grimace and like get angry at his hands and you're like what's stopping you not actually this it's the same thing as like that the character in little giants uh that like needed that stick them oh yeah 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 yeah, yeah. but in this one he's like he was less (laughs) he was less upset when he caught it he was just like oh well i didn't catch it again i'll get it i'll keep trying i'll keep trying (laughs) he literally didn't catch a pass we never saw him catch a single pass until the last game, yeah. and yet he was like the starting wide receiver. I, I, I know you have to play like you have very the seventeen people on the roster. And most people are playing both sides of the football, but like right. 
Put someone else at that Try position. somebody else. <laughs> I mean, try someone who has caught one pass so Right. Far. Why the little guy? Put the little guy yeah, in. Yeah, put the little guy in. You know, put 88 in. Put 88 yeah. in before <laughs> then. <laughs> yeah. But, like, this whole thing, like, every time they showed them practicing or playing, you never got the idea that this team would ever bring it together. Yeah. You were yeah. just like, all right, so it's just a loser team that's going to never win a game. <laughs> I, we didn't get to see enough practice. I feel like you win football games in practice. on the practice field. You know what I mean? <laughs> Yeah, we never got to see him practice, and there were some weeks where it's like, oh, the last week of the thing where it's like uh, the last week of the season where it's like, hey, these two people are going to be at uh, practice this week because they have to study for the midterm to pass, so we don't get caught ineligible. Yeah, but they'll pick it like the team will cover for him. Yeah, they'll be fine on Saturday. It'll be fine, but they're playing the number one Texas Colts. Like that would not happen. That would not happen. No. Yeah, there was a lot of stuff like that. There was the timeline. You, I mean, while watching it, I was caught off guard by the timeline. There was not not made it halfway through the movie, and I was like, wait, they have two games left. There's a montage that covers games three. Through eight, I believe. <laughs> and I think you barely get no, any no, no, play games, of it. Games two through eight. So we see the first one where they suck. We see uh, two through uh, uh, eight. Yeah. No, yeah, two through eight in a montage. Nine is the monsoon homecoming game that they tie. And then the last one, they win against the Colts. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, like a ton of not football like, in there. A lot of not football. <laughs> I was really surprised how much there was not there was lack of football. But the last forty minutes was all two games, though. Yeah, one in the rain on turf, and the other a real dramatic. But I mean, we've probably talked a lot about how bad that aspect of it is is enough the the football stuff. And you know more about football than I do. I mean, I watch college football, but I'm. I will say, rewatching a movie from twenty five years ago, even some like the outlandish like. Like, so uh, against the rules of football, it's comedic uh, side of it. The rules are so different now. Like, most of the sacks that you saw were legitimately legal then, but now would be considered, like, targeting or helmet to helmet or stuff like oh, that. Oh, really? See, yeah, I wouldn't yeah. have known that. Oh, that like, was... There's one, uh, the last the the last game, that the the linebacker for the Texas Colts is, like, the uh-huh. best defensive player in, in the country, right? He... I think it's like the fourth or fifth sack (laughs) of the first half. Uh, But he's running by, and instead of wrapping up and tackling, he just lifts up his elbow and hits him underneath the team guard and, like, gives Scott Bakula's character a a bloody mouth. He would have been instantly ejected. That's what I would think. instantly. By the way, uh, let's talk about that one hit (laughs) at the very last game, which to me is outlandish. This is the same one that was that that continuity era of, like, yeah. Of the Samoan uh, uh, blocking our quarterback and hitting this big guy they called uh, Flat flat Top (laughs) and hitting him and then immediately... Breaking his mask off, and then a, not like a little blood from his mouth, like a bucket of blood is coming out of his mouth. Yeah. <laughs> he, so it wasn't like helmet to helmet. It wasn't like technically legal. It was shoulder, but when he hit with right. the shoulder, he also like threw out his hands to like like push him like out even yeah. further. And that forces the face mask of his helmet to explode. <laughs> explode. And then instantly, his mouth fills with like... Like dark, thick red blood that just starts like pouring out of his mouth, 
It immediately looks like he's dying. Yeah. Immediately <laughs> like a gunshot. You're like, you're like what? What? What is? And why is no one concerned? Like, that is insane. Like, at it's so bang bang. I was like, it's, it happens like, so fast. Tell me how, like, I don't watch football as regularly as you. How often does someone walk away with a bleeding injury like that? Not too often. Now that the rules are different, but there's times you'll see someone with, like, like a, a cut on the chin from like I can a, see that. a tackle or like arms or legs having like cuts, but like gushing blood. Like I, I know that last game was hard for the Texas State <laughs> Dillas, but like uh, there's an open bleeding wound on the quarterback's like lower right leg the entire like fourth quarter, third quarter, yes. like halftime. Like I think they fixed it up, but it's just like gushing blood. Like, you have a towel on your waist if you're like a quarterback to wipe down the ball or whatever. Yeah. Use that to sop up some of the blood on your leg. Yeah, do something. I don't know. Or like have a trainer. I mean, I know they like they don't have a ton of facilities there at Texas right. State, but I mean, clean up an open, like bleeding wound at some point on the sideline. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That, but that's me. You know? So yeah, so let's uh let's go walk through who are like who they tried to put together as a ragtag team and like Make comedic choices, which are okay. not that strong. <laughs> so from the from the top down, let's just yeah. start. Let's just start with like management. Okay. Okay. First of all, you have a president of Texas State University that loves football, but they got caught with all this shit, and they're like, "Okay, let's right. Just, we want football, but let's do it the right way." Then you have the dean that hates football. <laughs> he hates it so much. <laughs> it's it's brutal. And it's unsophisticated, and it has no place in academics. And it's played by uh, Larry Miller. Great, I like Larry Miller. Yeah, also played the dean and nutty professor, professor, and also a principal and in the ten things I hate about you. He's these. This is the roles he was born to play. Yeah, he hates, he it, hates so it so much. much. <laughs> he, that to the point where he's tr- at the end, he's attempting in the weirdest way to like. On the sidelines. On the sidelines, take scores from tests that they all... Which, by the way, can we point out that that this... Apparently in this universe, the one class that could possibly hold all of the football players... Um, or could stop them from playing is journalism. Journalism 101. <laughs> yeah. Regardless of what year you're in college, like they didn't establish they were freshmen, sophomores, seniors. Everyone was taking journalism 101. <laughs> yeah. And it doesn't, no, who cares about their other grades? It's yeah. just that one um, journalism class. Well, they showed that one other class that Sinbad was teaching, but it wasn't because they were taking it. It was just because. They got. They wanted to recruit Sinbad. Yeah. So let's let's keep going. Okay, yeah, we'll keep so going. So we have team that hates. hates, and he's also a creep. Yeah, he's a creep to he's, the other teacher. Yeah, he's a creep to the female teacher. teacher. And then he who? Hates yeah, who established gets established way later. Wait, wait. <laughs> yeah. uh, the two coaches. You have one that's like so straight arrow. No one wants to hire him except this one. Yeah, this college is coming off probation. You have the defensive uh, coordinator coach uh, that is a former alcoholic. Like. Old friend of And the, he was in London yeah. teaching football? High school football. Yeah. That was the last gig he could get. Do they play football in London? Because I would just th- I would immediately think that yeah, they rugby. I there. think they said it was a PE. It was Oh, football. I get it. Yeah. Uh, then we go to the team. So you have the quarterback that's a thirty-four year old uh, who never who has like a number one like 
uh, quarterback in Texas, but never went to college because yeah. his dad died uh, shortly after his senior year. And he just gave it up because he had to take over the home. I love but they, still, I they say family still, business, but there's no business. It's just it's a, a farm. farm. It's a farm. <laughs> it's a farm. <laughs> but it is like a funny way. I know, ranching. It's a business. Uh, you're right. You're right. Sorry, farmers. <laughs> so, sorry, farmers of America. Uh, so he still has all of his eligibility left because he never went to college. Uh, then you have an Australian uh, wide receiver that hates pads and gets severely concussed. Yeah, in the first practice. Another another scene where we show a player with Bleed a lot of out. blood. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Yeah, there was no regards to concussion. Yeah, uh, you have the the giant Samoan center. Yeah, uh, who's very friendly? Uh, very friendly, very, very friendly. nice. Uh, respects his elders. That yeah, you know, that's a joke towards uh, the, Blake being much older. Yeah, he's very shy about his age too. Yeah, thirty four. He's thirty four. Yeah. Uh, how so? <laughs> Can we go back real quick and talk about? I know we're, we're going to keep going down yeah, that yeah. list, but I don't want to lose this moment because we already passed the dean. That moment where our quarterback, who who at first declined um, our uh, the, offer, yeah. uh, the offer he originally was like i'm too old for this yeah i don't, I don't need to play man. he comes back and which the dean is who hates football is going to keep a watchful eye yeah. on the game so he's on the sidelines of practice in a little blanket while drinking coffee yeah <laughs> and and scott balka or how do you say his last scott name? bacula bacula i sorry mr it's like dracula, dracula. and he comes riding up in his, in his, in his three-layered denim outfit yeah. and his Jeep. Denim shirt, denim, denim pants, <laughs> denim jacket, cowboy hat, cowboy boots. He's, he's a tr- he looks like, for me, more of a Wyoming cowboy than what I would picture exactly. in Texas. Exactly. <laughs> it's 91. It was a different time. Yeah. He, looks like the, he looks like the Marlboro Man's like, younger brother that's trying too hard to be yeah. his older brother. Um, so then he walks up with his registration. He's like, the office, your office dean said you'd be here. And he gives the dean his registration. Which is folded four times. Yeah. But just hands like, that's how you that's how you register for college, you know? You ask the office where the dean is. <laughs> you find him outside of any sort of, like, academic building. And you hand him a folded up piece of paper that you, like, hand wrote on. Yeah. And then assume that he'll file that away and that you're a registered student now. Yeah. That's, I mean, 1991, it was a different time. That's it, yeah. Like, there's a different time. You just had to chase down your dean. You could get into college like that. Texas State, man. <laughs> Texas State. Texas State. But then at that same moment, he gets it to him. He uh, asks if he's the done co- with the coffee. coffee. He goes, he, he clearly says, yes. Then he throws his, our quarterback throws his cigarette into it. To then, extinguish it. And he's caught, and he watches this. He watches. He looked up back and forth at the cup. He's he's like appalled by it. He's yeah, like, yeah, that yeah. is gross. The dean saw the cop go in and be like, "Why'd you just put your cigarette out?" And like he had that <laughs> yeah. moment of recognition. There's a cigarette at the coffee now. And the scene goes on. We leave the dean away. The quarterback goes up goes to the up. coaches, and they and everyone's like, "Who's this old guy? Yeah. Is that another assistant coach?" Uh, and then uh, Frank Loja, uh, the defense coach, said, no, I got your quarterback. Watch this. And he goes, Blake, tattoo somebody. And he takes the football. And just very casually, like someone like, oh, I'll go out for a pass. It's and 88, by the way. 88. Yeah. <laughs> uh, very casually goes out, throws, throws a ball at him. It hits him so hard in the chest that he, like, leaps backwards off of his feet. And then 
And it was like, wow, wow we have a quarterback guy. now. And then the dean, we cut to the dean who's looking on. He picks up the coffee cup, <laughs> takes a big sip, has an anguished face, look on his face, and then pulls out a coffee, the, the, the cigarette, cigarette butt out of the coffee from his mouth. <laughs> He forgot. <laughs> How did you forget that it happened? Uh, it made no sense. It was like, what a weird. I get why you're making that for a comedic choice, I, but it makes no sense. I think what they wanted to translate was his throw was so amazing that, it made that the coach weird. wasn't paying attention. But there weren't like multiple the coffee. Dean. Or the dean wasn't paying attention <laughs> and picked up the coffee cup. But there wasn't like. Oh, I'll put this one, this coffee cup with a cigarette behind me, and I'll start a new one. And then accidentally pick that one up. There was one coffee cup, and he knew that the one coffee cup had a cigarette button in. The fact that he didn't dump it out, or just like know, like if the scene was him picking up the coffee cup, about to sip it, looks in, pulls out the yeah, that would have made more sense of him like drink. Oh, that was in there, throw it away. Yeah, it's just but like, the fact that he got the whole cigarette in his mouth. Very like frustrating scene. I think and it's good a, we're spending yeah, this much time on it. It was so frustrating. It was so frustrating. And then there was a later moment where he kind of like got – his dumbness got nailed in like when after they have the rumble at the bar. Yeah. Uh, he just is – absent-minded this dean and he comes up and there's clearly a window of broken glass and there's yeah. glass lying to peer into the window and he <laughs> he puts his hand on all this broken glass and then goes oh oh there's broken glass <laughs> yeah, you're like what of course there's broken glass man <laughs> it's funny like, get it together dude. <laughs> stop hating football so much like for someone who's so academic minded he's the the dumb fuck, man. God, and he said so many creepy lines to that poor, poor. that poor female teacher. Some of this dialogue, though, fantastic dialogue. It was all dialogue. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, great. So down the list again. Okay. So then, okay, we already have Ozzy. Uh, we have Sinbad, who still has uh, one year of eligibility left uh, because he was a grad student that stopped that, like the coach on the old teams uh, at Texas State made him decide academics or football. Like, because he was, yeah. he's, you know, wanted to get his degree in chemistry. And we're introduced to him as a, a teacher. A, a, but we, it's very Cosmo, uh, Cosmo-esque. He's oh, very, oh. he's very. Um, he's teaching like an astronomy he, class. He's like. They celestial like a, mechanics. Is yeah, class. celestial mechanics. Oh, yeah. So it's very. T- um, DeGrasse Tyson. Uh, Neil DeGrasse Tyson. It's yeah. very much because it's him. Like, it's Sinbad. Your first introduction to him is like Cosmos, like stars. Projecting and he has a mustache, yeah. just like Neil deGrasse Tyson. You're like, like that's hilarious. Yeah, that's I, I mean, I'm assuming Neil has always had that same look forever. Maybe. I, I wonder know. if that was a call that I. I have. I mean, I'm, 1991. I don't know how big Neil deGrasse Tyson was. Yeah, I don't either. I'm very curious if yeah. he was. Yeah, something to look into. Yeah. So you have the grad, the the graduate student who's playing now both. Sides. Which, by the way, they built up his character like when they, you introduce him, like. Blake is like, we need you. Yeah. There was never a moment in any game where you were like, Sinbad's character was the, the clutch. I there, there was one in the Which last one? game. In the last game? He forced a fumble that the the Samoan guy recovered. Oh, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that, was, that was the one. Every, every other time it was like... Uh, he was as bad as... Cut to him and he does like a quip about like the other guy on the defense like barking like a dog or yeah. like stuff like that. Like a little, me and you are going to... Party like that, and then cut to the actual play where his quarterback gets sacked instantly. <laughs> yeah, 
He really wasn't helping anybody. Yeah. Great. Then what? We, who was after that? Uh, we have the the wide receiver Featherstone can't catch. Yeah, can't. Catch. Uh, we have the two blonde uh, twins. Yeah. They keep running into each other. Uh, you have a guy named Beaudry who's like a rodeo guy, and that's like his thing. Yeah, he's the big guy that you said is the the. Yeah, yeah, the actor. I forgot his he name. He played Leatherface at one point. In the 2003 Texas Chainsaw Massacre. He was also in the other football movie, Any Given Sunday. That was uh, Oliver Stone. That makes sense. He had the body of, like, an insane... Uh, yeah, and he's, like, in that movie, he's, like, jacked up. Like, he's crazy looking. Right. Uh, then, uh, before we get there, uh, who else do we have? Da, da, da. Did we yeah. talk about 88? 88's, like, the guy, the only player from the old team. Yeah. But he was he didn't get cut because he only played on the bench. Yeah, yeah. He never played because he's small, but he never gave up, and that's yeah. why they like him there. Uh, you have uh, the uh, like former me. Marine guy. Uh, I forgot his name. Oh, yeah, the, the former Marine, Marine guy that was super like, intense. Yelling at everyone, sir, yes, sir, like that. Like too like, intense for football. And the coach just right away is like, yeah, take calm it down. It down. <laughs> uh, and then you have uh, my favorite, which is – uh, Hanson was his last name, but the samurai, the white, the sam- whitest samurai, samurai that uh, inexplicably, just like every now and then, would put on like in a, like a subtle but obvious uh, Asian accent. Oh yeah! So when, when he says like you must show us some respect, like he he goes there. <laughs> yeah, he really went there. Yeah, and then. In practice, he uses kung fu moves, and the coach is just like scared of him, just like, well, I'll take it. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Uh, and then in the last game, he draws, he kicks someone in the face, uh, he like karate chops and trips another person, and then like, like demolishes like three people with karate moves in full pads, uh, and then uh, gets flags called on him. Well, there's so many flags that get pulled in that scene. Yeah. <laughs> but. It, it, like if you kicked someone like a, f- a roundhouse kick to the head <laughs> of a football player, you would be ejected yeah. immediately. <laughs> They're not going to be like, oh, flag, give him a couple of yards. I it was 15 yards in a first down and he kicked three people in the face. Like it's, uh, <laughs> with cleats. Like it's not like. That's dangerous. Uh, that's insane. It's insane. <laughs> like there's so many plays where it's just like. Oh, uh, the small guy like body slams someone. It's like that should be instant ejection. Like yeah. the elbow underneath like the face mask in that one play I was talking right. about. That's instant ejection. There's so many. The, the whole game that happened in that monsoon with the lightning storm. It someone uh, the running up homecoming queen Rob Schneider's character said got hit by a bolt of lightning at halftime. Yeah, and they still played the game. They're like, it's fine. Lightning storms. Especially in Texas, they stop. They stop the they game. They stop games for yeah, a while. That there's way. no reason. Like, to keep a lot it. of weather, don't they? Uh, tons. There was so much rain and lightning. It would have instantly be stopped. Yeah, but you know, it's yeah. moving. But we also had to have like we, we wouldn't have had to have Rob, Rob Schneider wouldn't have been able to get electrocuted yeah. oh, by his. Rob mind. Schneider is also a character. Uh, a ca- uh, is who like, he's never? I like that he's only in his box. Yeah. He never is interacted with. Yeah, he never leaves the press box. And he's the only one there because uh, due to the sanctions, there's like a nationwide blackout on like broadcasting Texas State University games. Yeah. Uh, and so he's always alone in the press box. And the games are so bad, but like he keeps having to do it because he, he's not the best and they're not the best. He's like the right commentator for this. Yeah, game. the very right commentator. And then the best fish out of water uh, by far. And we find her... 
two thirds of the way, way far. Like way they're way already they're in their last two games when they get her, yeah. right? Yeah, so like they they've gone games. through a season, eight games with no kicker, and they're walking. They're like, we'll find well, out. We saw we saw it in the montage. We saw some kicks. Oh, they're, they're terrible like, kicks. Kicks, kicks the top of the football and it hits like everyone in the angles on the opposite yeah. line. Yeah. Uh, and then they're walking down. Like the side, he's like, we'll find your like kicker. Like the stadium, and Robert Loja's like, no, I got this, I got this kicker, uh, you should see them. And it's like, okay, well, let's let's see what he has. And then, like, a f- soccer ball comes out of, like, nowhere, like, super far away. And everyone's like, wow, look at that kick. So, like, sports movie trope number one, oh, the soccer player, like, the replacement. How many movies have done this? The replacements, for sure, I know that. But that came, replacements came, like, what, 12? That came definitely after, after. but just, maybe this was the first, I wonder if this is the first time they did that gag. Because I remember, when we were watching, I was like, as soon as they mentioned kicker, I was all, it's going to be a soccer player. I was like, I wonder if they're going to do a soccer player, because that's like a trope. And then I was like, yeah. Yeah, it's just like, oh, like, let's let's grab the, the soccer player to be the kicker, because they kick. Yeah. yeah, they could kick any ball. You know what I mean? That's such a weird trope, too, because like, they're good kickers. They probably never played soccer out yeah. there. So they were like, okay, you're like, okay, soccer player. Not just a soccer player. <gasps> Female soccer player <laughs> played by Kathy <laughs> Ireland. <laughs> 90s own Kathy Ireland. <laughs> oh, man. That- and when she comes to practice, whoa, boy, the guys can't handle it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they can't. They can't. She's so gorgeous yes. that she just said, oh, we, we can't be human beings now. The Samoan could not even just throw a football like You back. can't even hike it. You can't even hike it because she's back there in her legs. To which she says, relax, big guy. You've already got the job. <laughs> <laughs> it's all dialogue. To be fair, the Samoan was very respectful and courteous and nice. Yeah, he ends up getting a uh, kiss on the kiss cheek, on the cheek that makes him have a heart attack. <laughs> and we can only assume he died at the end of the movie from that kiss. Uh, so uh, it's like, not only do you have the soccer player being the kicker on the football team trope, but you have like, she's a girl? Yeah. yeah. Oh, they just really jam in a lot of stuff. Yeah, they're they just do. trying their they hardest. Fight, they hit everything. They hit every. Oh. And she gets hit at her first game, too. Yeah. First game is the one in the rain against the University of Kansas Jayhawks, uh, which they kick a field goal to tie in regulation. No overtime, mind you. Yeah. Is that, I don't know if that was I a college rule back then, but no overtime. There would be overtime now, right? Yeah, for sure. Because I was like. Uh, they go back and forth until uh, there's a winner. They, that's what I was saying. They think. keep going back in possession. Uh, I feel like with the rules these days, you'd have a better football movie. <laughs> <laughs> no, it would be. Uh, it's, it's sometimes it's painful to watch football now because it's just like oh you know, really tapping on the shoulder fifteen yards and you're just like eh, there's nothing you can do. Uh, but then again, you know concussions and the other side is like what's what's worse? Yeah, yeah, safer game or yeah. brain damage? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I saw the movie Concussion. Oh, was it good? It actually is really good. It's like, and and so, somebody that's like not very well informed by all that stuff. What's it about? I couldn't tell from the title. <laughs> oh my God. It actually follows the main guy that discovered that. The doctor. Yeah. yeah, the doctor. It's mainly about him, but it is brilliant, like interesting about like how much they've hid and all that. And you're like, damn. Yeah. I'm surprised nobody like has yeah, really fought for shady. it before now, really. Yeah. Uh, so then, okay. So in the game, she's 
kicking the the game tying yes. field goal, and they celebrate it like it's a huge win. Man, they celebrate their lulls as if every lull is a real. I mean, win. when you lose eight in a row, they go out and par- after eight in a row. Don't they go and party? Is it no? Bad? They what? go out and. Party. party. But they party after the uh, eighth a, loss in a row. Yeah, the eighth loss in a row, they decide that's when they'll go, they'll let yeah. loose. Yeah. And they go to a bar. And Billy go, Bob's, the Oh, only... we didn't talk about Jason Bateman. Oh, yeah. okay. Well, let's no, that's, we're still in Caddy Island. Okay. okay, so <laughs> she kicks a game time field goal, and then the every team has like some sort of defensive monster on it. Yeah. They play. And the defensive monster for the Jayhawks, after the field goal's kicked, way late in the play, Comes up and pushes like strong tackles uh, Kathy Island's character uh, and goes, Welcome to football. <laughs> and then she gets, everyone's like, Oh, we gotta go kick his ass. Oh, this is one of your favorite comebacks. And then she gets, This is my favorite line in the whole book. She gets up and says, Welcome to football. Amen. And then kicks him in the nuts. <laughs> to which he goes, because <laughs> wait and then you hear like off in the distance uh like the simone guy wants to go protect her honor and then someone goes hey man relax she can take care of herself but so forward so feminist forward i mean but you get it though right welcome to football he says yeah and then she says welcome to foot comma Ball. ball and then her foot. She's asking his ball, ball yeah. if it's welcome. No, it's not a question. It's a statement. Welcome yeah. to foot ball. Ball, yeah. She's yeah. saying it to his ball. Yeah. Welcome to my foot. It's the same line. They just added a comment Man. to put a ball. It's, that's right. It's good. That's it's good. It's good writing. There's the one thing you can't say. Like the one thing you can't take away from this movie is that the words that the actors say are dialogue. You know what I mean? Yes. And it's yeah. in there. <laughs> There's, There's a dialogue lot. in this movie. There's a lot of it. Ooh, what was a, the one line that we... Uh, what The the real the, serious moment that... The coach thinks he had a heart attack. Not even that! Oh, not wait, even wait, that. Wait, wait, it's the one where... So they're having the moment after finally... Oh, let, let's get to the love interest real fast. Okay. And then I'll get to this moment. Okay. Because Kathy Ireland came in what? Maybe 40 minutes, maybe Later over, an hour. over an hour. Over an hour. An hour in. Say, yeah. The first woman came into this movie. First female character. At least 30 minutes, right? Yeah. <laughs> it had to be at least 30 minutes. Yeah. And she's immediately, she's not established as her own character. Or like, she's, she's playing racquetball at like the gym, like this recreation high- part of the college. And uh, Bakula's walking by and gets hit in the head with a racquetball. And then, like, but there's not down. even like a moment of like him getting hit in the head, and then having like a back and forth, and then maybe he'll like her. At the she end of says, the scene. she says, sorry. sorry. They look at each other. He he looks. We don't even get a close no, we, up we of got, her yet. Get, I thought. Yeah, we get we get a, uh, a, a shot of her. Yeah, and then we see her with like a face of like like oh my god, it's him. Yeah, but we just think it's like oh, they're just really attracted to each other just based on looking at them. Yeah, we later find out that she went. She was a cheerleader at a rival high school to his. Yes. when he was a star quarterback in high school, and then uh, their homecoming game, his team kicked the shit out of her school's team. And then she had a crush on him ever since. Right. She's yeah. had a crush. But his reaction, I feel like in the way it was shot, it was like he immediately fell in love with her. And yeah. it's just like – and then it cut to her and it's like, all right, you're only a love interest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, oh, it doesn't matter if you're a teacher here, which he does lie to, which yeah. is silly, um, and lies. And then has to, and then is in her class because she's teaching well, journalism 101. 34. 
Oh, come on. Get over it. <laughs> get over 34 is not even that old. Yeah. I mean, for college football, I'm assuming it is. But, oh, yeah, yeah. Like, um, but that – but – so they go through their weird back and forth and they have that weird – because the dean is attracted to her and being creepy. He's trying to like, like – Court her. Court her. And, and then when they finally do consummate their relationship and they do the, like this after – the after copia the, yeah, the, the copulation lame, lame bad scene, he's like real dramatic and he's on the side of the bed and he's like, all – I never I, lost. <laughs> he's like, I never lost. But then he tells – he's like, I just want to tell my teammates – I just want to tell him win one for them. them. So they and know what all, it feels like. And what does he say? He's like, uh, like I tell them, I don't oh. want to, I don't want to tell them to die. Oh, like I don't want them to, to die, die for me. me. I just want, want them, them to, to win. win. And it's like, like what? And that's when you go. This movie's just dialogue. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's there. Uh, it's just, <laughs> uh, I don't know. The welcome football line is good. The other one that's great is the head coach has a heart attack before the last game, or what he thinks is a heart he attack. Thinks a heart attack. Well, two sad coaches, which we've deemed them sad coaches because the top of this scene. How did okay, how top, did it go? Top of this scene. It shows Hector Elizondo, who plays the head coach, <laughs> Coach Gennaro, straight arrow Gennaro, uh, tossing a very, like, simple salad in a bowl. And then clutching his arm and then saying, I don't feel so good, Wally. And then the uh, the defensive coach comes in, like, what's the matter? I think I'm having a heart attack. And then cut to the, the ambulance and stuff like that. So he's just tossing a salad for two with him and his yeah. other sad single 50 year old coach uh, two <laughs> and sad he gets coaches. stress uh, uh, and then he brings him flowers which he says he built to the room <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like but he, but then later he, on, had, yeah, later we on, out, he, uh, well, this whole time we think it's a heart attack. We yeah. haven't found out it's indigestion yet. Yeah, and so oh, the, don't spoil it. The D. Oh, did we, yeah, uh, yeah. whatever. So then the doctor comes in when he's listening to the last game on the radio. The coach is in bed listening to the game, uh, being like, "Do it, you know, go get him, guys." And doctor comes in, and Hector Elizondo goes, uh, "So uh, is it really bad, doc?" And he explains in medical terms that it's like you know angina. Which is and he goes is that bad? And he goes, oh, oh he goes uh, uh, pulmonary angina, and then uh, Hector Alazano goes, is that fatal? Yeah, and then the doctor goes indigestion only in Mexico. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what a terrible uh, joke! What a poop joke! Uh, what a poop joke! <laughs> what a poop joke! Yeah, uh, well done. Pulmonary angina is it fatal? Indigestion only in Mexico. Only in Mexico. But then I like the other one too was when um, the the offense coach had or defense choke, ha, coach had to become the head coach. Yeah, yeah. And he's trying to root on this shitty team. Halftime they're losing twenty one. Yeah, halftime he's like, "Fuck, we're losing." And eventually he he's, he's wearing like, a suit for the first time. First time. He's in to the team for the first time. He feels a little uncomfortable. He's trying to use big words like analyze and, and offensive cohesive <laughs> scheme and stuff then like finally he's words. just fed up throws his hat out rips off his his, his suit, suit. His he's like on tie his clip on tie yeah his buttons went flying yeah and he's like ah, you know how you gotta play football. football and he's like and then he ends it with you gotta, you gotta play football like Ed Gennaro played football ball. blah 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 you gotta grab the defense tear off their fucking head and then shit down their necks <laughs> And then they pray. And then they go, now let's pray. <laughs> and then they pray. Oh, it was insane. Uh-huh. And then I loved his line when he told he was like, you know, when he went back and become the head coach, he was like, but you remember, he said, 
yeah, yeah. Uh, last words that uh, Coach Gennaro said to me before I left the hospital. Win or I'll die. <laughs> <laughs> That's so dumb. Uh, it's just a guy making up. Like, what's the one thing I can say to these guys? They yeah. Can make up and say that it'll get them to win. Yeah. Coach said, win or I'll, I'll die. die. Oh, uh, that was... Going. Oh, there's a lot of... A lot, like, lot of good, there's like There's a lot of halfway there where I'm like, oh, you could have just made this a little cohesive of a, like a script or a funny or Frank, Frank Lozier has a ton of so, like one-liners in this that like his voice pretty much sells it yeah me. one is like uh, the first game that they were losing 65-0 he goes if this field was an astro turf I'd dig myself a grave <laughs> yeah. Of a grave. Ugh. Ugh. He saw uh, his... You tear off the fucking heads and you shit down the necks. Oh, that's a, that's uh, a that's dialogue. That that's, is football. That's football and that is dialogue. Oh, yeah. Football. Uh, the other thing we have to have to talk about now, dialogue wise, is Rob Schneider as the commentator. Oh my because god! Because this fun... is the hype of his. This is the SNL. hype of like Rob Schneider and SNL. And the coffee. This is when he's starting to get like comedic relief parts and little movies here yeah. and there. And, and, and... His character was called, was it called the copy room guy? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the copy room guy from SNL where it's like, uh, Dave, Dave Arino, Dave Aruski. Guess what pops up in Necessary Rock? <laughs> to the much chagrin of whoever wrote that sketch at SNL and didn't give a fucking lick of credit for yeah. it. Uh, every time there was a fumble, fumbleaya, fumble Ruski. <laughs> so- and watching you hear that for the first time, Dave, and seeing you cringe made this whole... Rewatch worth it because you're just like, it's Ugh. so bad. It's- Bar scene had also one of your favorite lines, I uh, think. Uh, uh, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, but let's- uh, so after the eighth loss in a row, uh, everyone's mad at each other in the locker room, and Sinbad <laughs> suggests, you know what, we need to just go have fun, we need to get, get a little wild, we need to party. Uh, so they all go to Billy Bob's, which is, uh, says in a voiceover, uh, which is also Rob Schneider for no reason. Yeah. Uh, welcome to Billy Bob's, uh, the bar with its own built in rodeo. So it has like, like a rodeo stadium and then also a bar portion. Uh, so we get to see Baudry's skills in action. Oh yeah. Uh, this is where we meet the Texas Colts for the first time. Uh, to where Flat Top uh, doesn't like Texas State because they're losers, and they don't like them because they're assholes. So classic duality. Uh, you know, uh, Scott Bakula's character wants to be at peace with everything because they're under probation, and the Colts want to get him in trouble somehow. Uh, so he's like, you know what? Let's just bygones be bygones, and then uh, Flat Top pushes Paul Blake. Ooh. And it's like, oh, don't fuck with the quarterback. And it's like, okay, you know what? I'm going to let bygones be bygones. Bygones be bygones. He grabs a beer off a waitress's <laughs> tray going by. by. Not, just, not from the bar. Just <laughs> takes a beer and goes, here, uh, how about have a beer on me? And then Flattop takes the beer, grabs it, and pours it directly on his chest and shoulder. And then says, now it's on you. <laughs> You would love that. So <laughs> Do you get it though? I he said this beer is on me, as if I'm going to pay for this beer. And then Flat Top grabs the beer, pours it on him, and says, "Now it's on you." Literally, as opposed to figuratively, as you said before, Dave. That is a line of dialogue. That is a line of dialogue. <laughs> a line of dialogue. Uh, which- then it leads into uh, a Scott Bakula like. 
punching flat top. By the way, getting some good punches on yeah, that guy. Solid. Punches. And I'm like, even if you're big, those had like I don't I don't buy that you just stood there and took those. Yeah, well he did. Flat top <laughs> he did. stood there. And and, and then uh, a brawl ensues yeah. uh, in this bar. Which has a great another great line from Jason Bateman, who's uh, another weird, weird character for comedy, saying to them after like the fight starts, he's like, "Hey man, that guy bought you beer." <laughs> You're like, "What?" But he didn't. He just grabbed it off the tray. He did. He, like, he didn't. It's a weird, weird line to toss in. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so everyone's getting their asses kicked. Everyone has like cuts and bruises, scrapes. So uh, Bakley gets tossed behind the like over the bar behind the bar, and then Sinbad gets tossed over behind the bar uh, and then Sinbad goes man this is getting pretty crazy out there and then Bakula wraps his uh, his right hand in like uh, a towel for like better punching I guess and then or to protect his hand e- either way yeah 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 uh, yeah probably for protection uh, and then goes to Sinbad and goes what I thought you wanted to pot hey and they laugh and they have a good little laugh about that he goes pot hey like, ugh, oof, it was it's a rough one. That so was rough one. bad. It's so bad. Anyways, no one gets in trouble because the police uh, wave it off because the number they don't want to get the Texas Colts in trouble because they're the number one team in Texas or the country. Right. I'm saying both. Uh, and because they don't get in trouble, Texas State doesn't get in trouble, even though the dean comes to the bar because he heard it on a... A beeper? He's a, all... I heard there was... radio. I heard like, there was a... Oh, a scanner. It was like a scanner, a police scanner. Oh, like I thought he said beeper for some reason. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he heard about a brawl, and no one's brawling yeah, because everyone's covering it up to yeah. cover everyone's asses. Uh, and then we see, like, a talk with uh, Scott Bakula's quarterback character and Paul Blake, and then uh, Flat Top. But we see the aftermath. Everyone has giant... Bruises and black eyes. It's as if Bakula's bleeding from the top of his head. Profuse. Again, not pat, like patting down the blood or getting rid of it. Just like an open wound. Yeah. And then he went to the. This is right before they they consummated yeah. their relationship scene. He went to the teacher's house. No, no, no. That is was, it not? That was later. Oh, is it later? This is. I'm just, getting, No, he just wants to talk. Movies. He just wants to have a heart to heart. Oh yeah, he just wants to have this a heart. This is to heart. where we find out that she had a crush on him. Oh, that's yeah. right. You're right. You're but right. she goes. He goes all the way to the uh, teacher and love interest's house, still with a bloody head. Still with a bloody head, and be like, "Hey, can you patch this up for me?" And she has a first aid kit, and then they yeah. patch it up there. I have no idea. Yeah. Like you need to go to the hospital. We need a reason to get this You're, person to go. To and the I don't know how the top in that brawl, how the top of your head got cut like that, and how he found out where she lived. Oh, yeah. Maybe a beer bottle. Yeah. yeah, but I didn't see it unless I missed yeah. it. Yeah, I don't know. But uh, he flat top has like a huge bruise on the left a side of his face bruise. from Scott Bakula's punch. But Scott Bakula got punched by him on the left side of his face. Yeah. Not a single scratch on his face, just on the top of his head. Yep. There's like a bloody gash. Yep. Nothing yeah. makes sense. Yeah. The whole universe of necessary roughness makes no sense. I mean, that's the thing that's like wonderfully frustrating about this movie to me is that so much of it is like grounded in fact and reality. Like a, a team would get these sanctions and stuff like that, but they would yeah, never... Yeah, that's a real thing. I watched a docu- uh 30 for 30. But they would that. never run an Ironman uh, football scheme in Division One football because you would get so injured and it's not worth the risk. Right. So, like, there's so much stuff you could poke holes through. For sure. Yeah. Um, that gimmick play that they say is a gimmick play, how gimmicky okay. is that? They I've called got- it... Okay, what they did was... It was uh, uh, a halfback pass 
to the quarterback. Uh, but they called it a quarterback option, which is not what that is. <laughs> a, quarter, a quarterback option is when like he keeps it and runs along with the with a running back, and then oh, like, okay. pitch it or keep it himself or pass it. Uh, what this was was basically it was a pitch back to the running back, like he's going to run right, sweep around right, uh-huh. and then the quarterback takes off down the left sideline as a receiver now. And then the halfback throws over everyone to the quarterback because no one's guarding the quarterback as a receiver. Right. That's that's their gimmick play. But it's pretty common now. It's yeah, because I was like, this is like I'll if be you, honest. If you, if you go under the folder like on Madden, like uh, and or NCAA football, which doesn't exist anymore, but uh, like a video game, you're like go to like trick plays. Yeah. Or even like in in. Like, close your like, let's do, like, okay, what trick plays do we have? That's always one of them, like, fake field goals, fake punts, and then, mm-hmm. like, a halfback pass. It's probably not even considered a trick play because so many people can, like, are skilled at throwing now and yeah. running. It's not really that tricky of a play. That makes sense. Yeah. And I don't, I, I would say that if you called it a trick play, I would have been like, okay, that's what that was. But because I kept calling it gimmick, I was a little disappointed, especially how insane this this movie was already. I expected some weird, another weird play. Like, like, like an annexation of Puerto Rico <laughs> or like, uh, did, did you see Little Big League? Have you seen that sports movie? Uh, little Big That's the one where the kid, I have it, the kid but I inherits the Minnesota Twins from his grandfather. Yeah, and, like, I've heard of that. Coach Anything like that. There's or, a trick play in there that basically they get a security guard to pretend like a ball went under his chair and everyone's looking. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So I expected something like that, like a real true gimmick play. It's so grounded in reality. <laughs> yeah, this movie was so grounded. And like, so when they did a real trick play, I was like, where's the gimmick? Yeah. Where's the so trick to it? That was just like a pass. Yeah. I was like, okay. And Schneider tries to sell it. Yeah. He's got a man open. It's Blake, the quarterback. Yeah. Like, amazing. Uh, That's, we've never seen this before in football, even though it's pretty common now. Yeah, it's pretty yeah, common. Yeah. That's funny. But we didn't really talk about Jason Bagan's character. But I mean, basically, his deal, his oh, deal yeah. is his dad uh, is, like, the richest person uh, who's, like, an alumni of Texas State. Yeah. So his name is on the library. His name is on the cafeteria. Uh, it's, like, this weird... But he, he doesn't like he it's doesn't weird, like his dad covering up for his mistakes and like tossing money around. But it's like a weird subplot that just feels like they throw in at the very end. As much, it's almost as as weird as throwing in Kathy Island at the end. They wanted another wrench to throw into like, will they be able to play the final game? Yeah. And it doesn't work. Yeah. It doesn't work. And he's awkward the whole time. So it feels like you, they maybe had part of that storyline earlier in the script, but then it got edited out or, yeah. or it's just not there. It's so, so he's weird. acting weird. And then we find out like, Oh, it's because with you're 30 rich. minutes left out of like two hours. Why he was being weird. Yeah. And you're like, okay. Uh, Jason yeah. Bateman with great hair. He had great hair back then. A lot of hair. <laughs> great, great head of hair on young Jason Bateman. <laughs> so end of the movie. Yes. They score. You know, 88, just like uh, back on the farm. They score the winning touchdown, uh, winning two-point conversion to win 22-21. to 21. Uh, And everyone, this is the part of Oh, we got to go back, too, because the dean attempts. The dean at this point has attempted has attempted stop the game, game by using these, by taking, uh, by forging uh, false test scores, test scores that are below uh, passing to make enough people ineligible on the team that they have to forfeit the game. Which he thinks if he takes... On take, the sideline in the third quarter. He thinks he takes these two... The the head of the football, the president, the president, the president the he'll be convinced to stop the game or something yeah. or not have a game after this, which at one point the, a cop out of nowhere stops the dean. I don't understand that yeah, part. Yeah. 
But so he at this point, the president has fired him after. No, 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 no. Oh wait, they did the play. No, no, no. no. They they call a sweet uh, back. It was called yeah. a sweet play, so that everyone runs over the dean on the sideline. Yes, uh, out of bounds. So he's covered center papers, and he looks like he's dead. Yeah. Uh, and then the president comes over and says, "Oh, and by the way, you're fired." Fired. Insult to literal injury. <laughs> Not very figurative. Not at all. Uh, very literal. Uh, so by the end of the movie, they score the winning two-point conversion. And this is the part of every sports movie where they you go slow motion, big sweeping score comes up, and you pair off and celebrate. with Yeah. Yeah, you pair off and celebrate with someone on the team. So and, – And most sports movies would probably Major end, League does this too. Yeah. They'll probably end you – know, like they'll do this, but if they – like a, like a lot of sports movies fall end on a, a freeze frame. That's yeah. normal. Yeah, yeah. But it's usually like someone like on their shoulders or hands like the up in the yeah, air like or like people, team photo or yes. with a ring. Yeah. But this Rookie end, of the year ends with like uh, the character like having the World Series ring on yeah. his hand up to the camera. But this decides. Okay, to so go. we go Bacula and Love Interest. <laughs> And then we go. Uh, Does it go love interest? Yeah, no, they, the sh- they, they do. Oh, they do the shaking hands. Yeah, yeah. The coach, uh, the, the coach and back of the shake hands. Then the Samoan and Kathy Ireland. Uh, she gives him a kiss on the cheek, and then he collapses. <laughs> he faints. Uh, we have the general and the samurai are like bygones be bygones. Uh, Sinbad and Jason Bateman pair off. Uh, Robert Loja, I think, with the coach, but also gets Gatorade dumped on him. And then the final pairing, we see that. Uh, armadillo mascot <laughs> with the the weirdest like he's like a cowboy cowboy, cowboy armadillo. armadillo. Uh, he very slowly and menacingly pulls out his fake giant like mascot gun, like six shooter, and holds it off to the side like he's pointing at someone. And it pans over, and we see uh, the dean sitting there all frazzled and upset and sad that he didn't get to ruin football for everyone. And then the gun comes into the frame to his head. And then he looks at it, does a double take, and then looks away like, oh boy, freeze frame, roll credits. It's the worst. <laughs> it's the worst. It's one of the ever. worst but greatest freeze frames They were basically ever. like, this is a comedy. Let's end it on like a comedic thing. <laughs> this movie was, it sounds, feels like it's made by people that don't, have never, like don't know comedy. Yeah. They're like, we love football. Ah. Uh, Let's make a comedy football. Like again, I think they were just trying to make it's major stuff, league. It's stuff, yeah. It's stuff like, and that was two years before this, I believe. It's it's basically this movie. Like the comedic stuff doesn't hit as hard as the comedy stuff should, and the heart stuff doesn't hit as hard as the heart stuff. Yes. Should. So yeah, I'd rather but watch still, it Rene Russo. Every, <laughs> I mean, if you talk about like sports movies, uh, like like major league, uh, yeah. Uh, like teams, team, team ones, like a little, a little big league and, uh, uh, the replacements mm-hmm. and, uh, it all falls uh the, the longest same. yard. Like they all have like the same things. There's all like the characters that are good, good at this, but bad at that. Yeah. And then like the fish out of water. It's like, this person is so athletically gifted, but they've never played football before. Like, we'll like make that. it. We'll still have, we'll, yeah. we'll see if we can teach them how to play like organized football well enough. Uh, real quick. I looked this up. I am convinced I need to do a little more research, but major league back to the minors, the third one, uh-huh. it is buzz. That is the buzz. The unif- that is the buzz uniforms from the salt Lake city game. Hmm. And it says in here that they, the, the their South Carolina buzz and they are the AAA for the Twins. Okay, 
that was what Salt Lake has always been, is AAA for the Twins. So I think, oh, so maybe maybe the buzz moved from South Carolina to there from like 1990-whatever it was to win. Yeah, I want to do research uh, either – or they just didn't want the, it to be Salt Lake. They just changed it to South Carolina I see. in the movie. I'm very – I got to look into that. Well, just have your next guest review uh – uh, major League. Yeah, I just, I'm just going to start requesting. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, hey, you pick Major League 3. Yeah. I need, I to, I need to see it. <laughs> but uh, we're out of time, but I wanted to say that if I had not watched this movie with you, it would have been a complete waste of time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Watching you, watching you cringe at the, the Rob Schneider lines was so good. <laughs> so good for me. You have no idea. I was just like, oh, I know this is coming up. I can't wait for Dave to react to this. <laughs> oh, I love it. Uh, it was a great pick. Uh, thanks for being on, Johnny. Well, thanks for having me, Dave. <laughs> If you want more from Johnny Schwartzbein, you can follow him on Twitter at JJS Comedy. Also, you can see him perform around Los Angeles doing great improv or sketch comedy. Most notable are his improv shows at the Clubhouse every Tuesday night from 8 p.m. to typically midnight with their jam is Tuesday Night Thunder. It's a great indie improv show. It's also the longest running improv show in Los Angeles. Definitely check that out. It is a free show every Tuesday night at the Clubhouse. Also, he is a co-host with Thunderstruck, is the same co-host as TNT. They host a great show at UCB Franklin every Wednesday night at 11 p.m. called The Cage Match, where you get to see two great improv teams put up a show, and the audience determines who will return the next week. Definitely check that show out, as well as I'm lucky enough to have Johnny Schwartzbein on my team, Copycat, which performs monthly at UCB Franklin on the second Thursday at 7 p.m. at UCB Franklin. It's a show where we have a team perform a set, and then we attempt to perform the same exact set. Gets Pretty bonkers and fun. Definitely check all those shows out and see Johnny perform. Thank you again for listening to the podcast. If you're enjoying it, please go on to iTunes, subscribe, rate, and review. Bring more listeners to the show. You can follow the podcast on Twitter, Instagram, and Snapchat at IWWAO. Also, we have a Facebook page and Tumblr. I will watch anything once.tumblr.com. And you can email me your suggestions of movies you'd like me to watch, and I'll discuss on the podcast at I will watch anything once at gmail.com and remember in October I'll be doing the 31 days to scare Dave so please use the hashtag 31 days to scare Dave or email me those movies in October you'd like me to watch in order to scare me with 31 days to scare Dave thank you again for listening to the podcast and remember if you haven't seen it once you can't complain Um, I think we're running out of time. Uh, real quick, I just want to talk no, about no. that. No, no, we're running out of time, so we're just wrapping up. But, oh, yeah. Uh, 
Uh, what would you want to talk? I definitely you... want to talk about the final freeze. Oh, we have. We're not. Yeah, we're not. Yeah. I'm not letting us go yeah, yeah. until we talk about that because I think we've hit everything that we think was outrageous about this movie. Yeah. I mean, it really is just a scattering all over the place. Like it really feels like the skeleton of like Major yeah. League. This episode of I Will Watch Anything Once was brought to you by RhetoricCoffee.com. Use the promo code Boardwalk to get thirty percent off your first roast. Again. RhetoricCoffee.com promo code Boardwalk for 30% off your very first roast. This has been a Boardwalk Audio podcast. For more information and shows, visit BoardwalkAudio.com. Don't forget to rate and subscribe now.